Hey guys, this is Tolu. This is Faye. And you're on the We Go Make Am podcast. We grow together. We keep you company. We give you the tea. When you're bored. When you're doing your chores. When you're commuting to work. When your life is a complete mess. We day for you. And you know what? Go Make Am. Enjoy, Enjoy the, the rest, rest of, of the, the show. show. What's good, my people? I remember. I remember today. I remember. <laughs> actually, that was, yeah, I, I was remember. going to actually do that, but I was like, that's not my thing. It's not. So it's not. It's not going to sound as good as mine. It wouldn't <laughs> have sounded as good as it for me. Agreed. How are you doing? Gucci, Gucci. I am Gucci, 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 Gucci. Is everything okay? Everything is fine. Everything is fine. I'm in a good mood today. I wonder if there's ever an ep- ever an episode I'm not in a good mood, but it's what it is. How are you? I'm good. I I'm feel good. like you're very very calm. Like you're very very calm. I'm I, very calm. <laughs> I'm coming from. I feel like we're on different energy waves. Absolutely. Don't worry. I'll I think I'm up. just. I'll sp- you speed up. Okay. We'll speed you up. I- no, no, nah, not yet. Please let me take it slow, slow. Yeah, it's about to end. I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, no, you have to amp it up because you see, as the year's ending, you gotta be grateful. You gotta start getting into the festivities. The festivities. See, once cold starts cold, it's not even the festivity that's even like weird. I'm thinking about. What's I'm I just like, I, I, I don't want to think about this. I, I, I quote and unquote wrote down in one journal. And I'm going to achieve that. You know, achieve. <laughs> oh yeah, see, look at you being very serious with your life this year. I don't think I wrote any. Okay, no. I feel like I was not serious. Funny enough, I feel like I wasn't serious. No, like, but I don't feel. I don't feel like I was trying to hit any goal. Like I just you have already hit one goal. You don't <laughs> find man. You have found a man. You have hit a goal. And actually, I feel like that's what made I, me really slow down every other thing because I'm just like I beg. I beg. Like the settling in is too it's much. Like I feel like. When people ask me, so how is how how is very like going? I'm like, I'm like, I'm still settling in because the start to never finish. <laughs> I feel you. Me, I think that honestly, like you don't have you don't need to have another goal. You don't that yeah, is there are still plenty goals. No, but I'm just saying for this year, if you were successful in pulling off a whole wedding, you pulled mm-hmm. off trad, you pulled off all of that, you get you moved to mm-hmm. a new place, you're living with somebody new. Excuse me, that is a lot. It's a yeah, lot of adjustments. Too, like I don't think you should stress yourself too much and be put. To be fair, even when you started this year, did you know that you were going to be married? Okay, you knew. Yeah, I knew. You actually knew because you were engaged last year. To be fair. Yeah. Me, I did not have many goals this year. I think. I don't even think of what what any of my goals. Would be. I think one of the things would be like growing up my social media, which I did. But I don't think I'm hoping I can still hit that goal if I want to by the end of the year. Mm. It would be nice. But if I don't, I'll not be too mad at myself because I was literally not active for like almost maybe two months. So right, right, right. I feel you. Yeah. Me, yeah, I do. Anyways, okay. I had a goal now. I wanted to take my certification, and I did that. I had that at the first quarter, and after that that was it i didn't really have like too much goals just sitting down learning yeah. i think the rest of the year was really just vibes and to be honest everybody was just happy like things or people are now are happy that things are back to normal yes i think of. i think that's what it is too because me yeah i have been jumping from one place to the other since they opened, <laughs> since they opened the border the border they yeah. opened i have just been moving from place to place <laughs> <laughs> greeting all my friends saying hello saying hi i'm not seeing you since 2020 I've not seen you exactly hope you're well hope you're well. 2019 i'm telling you like, hope you're good that's a long time. hope you're fine everything is fine yeah. my family extended family that i haven't seen i'm trying to see them mm-hmm. see everybody see my friends before the weather gets cold I'm and telling it's proper you, i'm telling you and then we have to be shut in by force not by choice mm-hmm. you know so but yeah. it's it's calm it's cool it's cool yeah but it was independence um october 1st how are you feeling nothing no concern me <laughs> no con- see yeah, i i did not i do not remember that it was october 1st and it was mm-hmm. independence because that day i wasn't on social media right it was one of those things where i went to social media in the evening and then i saw oh people are actually taking kids pictures doing green and white up and down the place like yeah <laughs> i don't think it is as much I, maybe i didn't i didn't notice a i lot, saw it i, saw a I didn't think it was i saw a couple of people like put on whatsapp story instagram story but i wouldn't say it was a lot that i've seen in the past 
I feel like people are tired. They are tired. I think people are just ready for like change, new, new change. We don't even know if that is coming, but we're kind of hopeful that things will like work out. I just pray it works out too. It better work out. But Independence was like just chill. I saw one. I saw one skit. I thought it was like cool the guy was talking about pressing issues was more it was more so supposed to be some form of um it was a satire i believe Mm -hmm. where the guy was like mocking um serious issues that need to be discussed like Mm -hmm. education power supply and Mm -hmm. the government is focusing on Bomo and why Bomo (laughs) should be banned and i you, you, you see that priorities are misplaced yeah, Misplaced. absolutely. It, I get that. Yes, but more is not having nutritional value. Eh, it's true. But is that what <laughs> is reducing life expectancy rates? Of course not. <laughs> That's not what is reducing the life expectancy. So focus on other things, you know. Like yeah, and it's just been crazy because like in Abuja, I feel like a lot of weird things have been going on recently. Mm-hmm. Like I've in this past week. I know of yeah. someone's husband who was slaughtered in front of the wife. Oh my god! Oh my god. I'm so sorry to hear. I know he was butchered That's... in front of oh his pregnant god. wife. I oh my god! I, it was it's terrible. I also know. I also heard of another story of a girl who was caught last by her ex boyfriend. No, no, I I'm, don't want to hear all this. Uh, bad my story. my darling, I, I think that Abuja is becoming another thing. It's becoming crazy. These stories, like I, I understand that. I think it's independence, but we are is, not. I don't know. We are not. I don't know if we're independent or. I think the problem is, yeah. But I feel like the real issue here is um, people not being able to afford to even leave. That's the real issue. Why people are doing things that are quite absurd. That's my own take. I say that because like people cannot provide their, for their family. People are doing yahoo, yahoo. People are doing so many things. People are trying to be prostitutes. People are just trying to do whatever it takes to make ends meet. You can kind of get what I'm saying. People yeah. that doing all this slaughtering, for example, yeah. you, you hear also a lot of kidnapping as well. Of course. A lot of Abuja is the headquarters. It is the headquarters. Yeah, so you're just like, with all this craziness that is happening, you're just like, when does it ever get better? It gets better when the economy gets better because really, like, economies who have better economies are better have significantly lower crime rates because of yeah, what you I, explained the whole people yeah but let, let me let me tell you something my my dad and i were discussing yesterday mm-hmm. we're just having me and my brothers we're just having a random conversation with him and one of the things he said that really struck me yesterday was like um yes all of like all of us like younger people are moving abroad right and it was like it feels sad because it's like this is and, and and it was very interesting hearing his perspective because obviously he's older. But he was saying that all of us moving to abroad is a kind of slave trade that is different to what slave trade was in the past. Because I was emphasizing on the fact that um, people that are moving abroad now, like there's no choice. Everybody wants to move abroad mm-hmm, and everything. Mm-hmm. Like everybody just wants a better life. And I was like, yes, I get that. That's the wave everybody's on. But nobody's saying it like it's an indirect slave trade. You are going to another man's country to build their country and their system for them because they don't have enough people to do that. They'll say, okay, we'll give you visa, we'll give you PR, we'll give you passports. And I was just like, that's actually so deep because in a few years from now, like people will still treat you like an immigrant regardless of where you're from. Or even if you've been there for 20 years, if you think of people that will move during slave trade, how they like where they are now like people that are like people of color right. you see that even those people how like maybe caucasian people re- react to them sometimes or racist people react to them sometimes it never even changes even though that they are people that are of the same shall i say descent or canadian upbringing even if you stayed here 20 years 50 years 100 years you have 20 generations it doesn't change and i'm just like wow that's very very deep and i didn't even think i've never thought of it that way i've thought about it it just makes me sad i've thought about it really yeah and 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 for me it's part of the reasons why sometimes i think that in the next 20 30 years i want to move back after i don't think i've genuinely thought about moving back home just to start a business or something in particular i'm not sure but i've thought about moving back because i'm aware of this i I, I, I watched this documentary about like Afrobeats to the world and one of the things oh, I that. good and one of the things that I realized deeply was part of the people who were instrumental 
in making Afrobeat what it is today are people who lived abroad and went back home to start doing music back home. Yeah. I think that there is when when you come abroad and you see what is happening abroad and you go back, it's like you're bringing you're bringing something beautiful it's and you're different good. perspective. Exactly. You're bringing something beautiful yet making it very authentic. But in one way it's not like I get the argument and really I'm I'm part of those pro Nigeria, right? Like go back home, but what are you going back to? Because Exactly. And I was just <laughs> going to kind of jump in and say What are we going well, back because to? I feel like I've been in a place like where I was like, I want to go back to Nigeria, I want to accept all these changes that I'm saying abroad and I know that when I was in the UK, like I was so excited because I'm like, Oh, I'm passionate about technology. I want to use technology to transform Nigeria. Right. Transform the, like uh-huh. the, the blood was really hot That's and everything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. By the time I go back to Niger- Nigeria home would me like of course. I said like, like I cannot stay here. Of course. I can't stay here. Of course. Because for me it was just the basic things of life that was just so stressful. Mm-hmm. Like even just thinking of transport if you didn't want to drive in Lagos, the roads are not good. Yes. Healthcare is a challenge. Like yes. all those things would just frustrate somebody. And as you mentioned that you also want to move back at some point as well. You also have to take into account that whoever you think of building your life with are would also on want the same to move page. back. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes. I've seen situations whereby people and that can cause a big fight because mm-hmm. yeah t- sometimes where people who say I want to move back and their partner is like, no, they I don't, don't want, want to move, move back. back. And imagine you're probably built like 20, 30 years with this person and that's like a real pain point and the person doesn't get it. And you right. can't blame them for not getting why you don't want to move back. Again. And to be honest, you can never, like at the end of the day, you can't really tell if you want to move back or, or not. not. So, that's what I'm thinking. When is, I said that, I'm saying that as of 2022. In the next five years, yeah. of course, I might change my yeah. mind. Even next year, you can change your exactly, mind. Exactly, exactly. But it's what it is, man. I, and that's part of the reasons why Loki. I've I've always wanted to be with someone Nigerian or someone oh, really? yeah I've always wanted to be with someone Nigerian or at least African because I wouldn't want that to be like a pain point at least mm-hmm. we're going to go back home <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say and you guys can be aligned exactly. like on the same yes. place whether going back home or is. not and and even if it's not one of even if it's one of those things where they are Nigerian but they want to be based here I'm fine with shuffling I'm fine with going and coming yeah. and do you get what I mean like not I don't I don't always have to be in Nigeria I can be here and yeah. there because I really do like it there like it's just very homely here never it really is. feels like at like home like and i think one thing i also hear maybe because i live in Nova Scotia, but one thing i hear a lot like maybe people that are my age me they always say that canada is boring it is like, boring it is boring well I, I feel like i maybe i don't find it boring because i feel like you create the life you want to, to have no, 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 no. See, i don't that's Robert, my own it, shut, that's my shut, own perspective shut, 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 shut it down there there right there right there shut it they just there was just a party that happened in my city i was because i mm-hmm. left my city they brought a dj that just came from nigeria let me tell you that <laughs> dj was a dj and a hype man the djs that are here they're still letting me walk when you of go, course, yeah, you, yeah. work. The culture, the party vibe, it's not here. No matter how we try to say, you know what, we want to go for an oh, I'm there here. There's going to be mm-hmm. Amala. We're gonna have like our. They're gonna spray money. It still does not compare to when Nigerian wedding. It does. It does. Of course, it doesn't. Even the but party I feel culture. Like no. I've- no. I feel like that is that there's also a lot of factors that influence how that is being used. I say that because I went for an Owambe this summer. Right. And in fact, I went to, for multiple. And one of the key ones that I went to, I noticed this person in particular flew a lot of our vendors from outside the country. And I noticed that was the difference. She flew. And I feel when like, you say outside the country, like from where? Like Nigeria, UK? She feels, I feel she flew a couple from America. Okay. okay. And someone from, like a few from Ontario and like different places. Different places to be able to give her the and Nigerian I, experience. That, yeah, that she was looking for. But right. the thing is that how many people can really afford it? Ah. 
that's one thing. The second thing is a lot of people our age that are getting married, mm-hmm. I've, at least from what I see where I live, I'm noticing people that want to do their wedding here in Canada, yeah. most people's parents can't even come because of long visa time. Exactly. So when you put all those into factor, like I was saying something yesterday on Instagram, one girl said, like she lives in Canada and she said she spent about $22,000 on her wedding. And I was just thinking of... She spent 22000 Twenty-two yeah, thousand, like, yeah, which is about fifteen million. And I think the average wedding in Canada is about thirty. Yeah, thirty. K. Yeah, I was so, wondering how it was that cheap. Yeah, you can do wedding for cheaper than that in Canada. It just depends on. But I think for me, what was what mind blowing was she, she did in Nigeria by the way. But one of the things that was mind blowing with her budget was, but that's not even conversation. Was that she had two hundred guests? Mad. Two, yeah, two hundred guests. But then again, she did it two days event. So right, right, right. Plus, it would have been very beautiful, and her her guests would have had premium food, premium drinks, exactly. premium everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think the point I was trying to get to is, I feel like our generation would not be the one to enjoy the proper Nigerianness or Africanness of the society we're building. It's probably like our grandchildren that would enjoy. It. I say that yeah, right in UK, Canada. In yeah. Ca- yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like is the like the UK like. Where we are going to be in another 20, 30 years from now is where the UK, UK is now. Mm-hmm. And that's why the vibe is on point when it, when it comes to everything African, like concerts, everybody's showing there. Mm-hmm. Um, anything, mm-hmm. people are going there. There's Nigerian restaurants, left, right, center, right. African shop here and there. But yeah, like things are still building, building up, like, up. Very, very soon. I agree. I agree with you. I agree. Like with in Nova Scotia, there's only in Halifax, there's only one African, like one Nigerian restaurant. like And that restaurant opened like a few years ago. So you can imagine. How everyone was excited. Yes, yes we, we have one. Here. We finally have one. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like let's go back to what we're talking about actually, which is the boringness that we're Yes, we're But like but Canada is still boring. Well, I th- I think for me, I d I don't feel that way. I think it depends maybe, on the kind of fun you like. That's another thing. I think I think yeah, maybe the kind that, of fun too like... also plays a part. Because if you really do enjoy to party and you're used to partying in Nigeria, even if it's partying, clubbing, all that type of thing, if that's your type of thing for fun, when you move here, you will have a shock. As compared to people yeah. who enjoy things like painting, paintballing, boarding, yeah. if that's your type of fun, when you come here, you have a lot. You go and be doing arcade up and down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel you on that one because yeah. like, I feel like the clubbing phase of me is kind of over in terms of like even before I moved to Canada like I felt like I did a lot of hopping from city to city going for party and all that so I feel like that has left my body so Mm -hmm. for me my own definition of fun is not really that and I feel like a few times like I've gone out like here Mm -hmm. um, it hasn't been too bad like you could always walk up to the DJ, request songs. No, that's like, you see, you see all this rubbish. We are you are supposed to be sitting sitting there or standing in your booth. But you are not going. Don't like, be requesting songs. It's only going to be requesting. Why are we requesting songs? It's only it's only going to be like that. Like the only time you're not going to like you have to think about it. You are really a minority in a country of another dominant race. So you can't expect that any club you go to, and this might sound awesome, or I don't care, but you can't expect that. They are catering to you because you're a minority in terms of things. So if you think about it, if you go to the, like a typical club, not a Nigerian club, just a regular club downtown, they are not going to cater that to you. That is why we are don't. You're not. We are not their audience. Of course. And that's kind of what I'm saying. Of course. So, but and that's what I'm saying. You see, baby. Go in there and, see, baby. Yeah. That is why Nigerian clubs are opening. At least mm-hmm. in Toronto, we have Toop. We have it here. They just opened Deja Vu, right? Yeah. I went to Deja Vu. And they had a whole freaking talking drum there. They had, they sh- I'm telling you, they gave us whistles to be blowing up and down in the club. And I liked mm-hmm. it because they, I felt like they took us. It felt homely. Good. Yeah, they, they, they took guess, us there. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? But the thing is, is that the only kind of thing that we'll be attending? Do you understand? That, exactly. That's what Are I'm saying. So when people come. If we're Nigeria, so it would have been different. That's, a, well, that, that's exactly kind of what I was going to say as well. Because when people say Canada is boring, and your definition of associating things to being interesting is just party, party, party. And like, there are a lot of more things you can do. Like, I can't think of anything, but like... In Nigeria, like, naming ceremonies are more fun. I would <laughs> attend a naming ceremony. When I come no, here, I like in Nigeria, 
I like naming ceremonies because there's food, there's banter, there's good music, there's drink, there's everything. I feel like the, fun, the funniest thing is like the Nigerian culture or like how lifestyle is and is going for people's things that they did not invite you. Yeah. I'm going for introduction that you never invited invite me to. Mm-hmm. My friend is just like, please follow me, follow me, follow me. I'm like, okay. Uh, and it's not far from my house. I'm like, let's, let's go. Let's go. But like here, you will not really see. I guess, I guess. But you, but you see that another thing too. Yeah, another thing I noticed like here in Canada as well that is quite different, especially because I was in the UK. Was that I don't know about Windsor, but here I noticed a lot of people don't do house parties because most houses have rules. Like you can't make a lot of noise. Like there were rules in the UK, but people didn't really care. You kind of get what I'm saying. People here, I noticed that people here don't do house parties. I don't know. Uh, in my city, some people do house parties. There's one house that's right now, they generally almost always do house parties in my city, but that's because like they don't have like neighbors like close by. And then mm-hmm. one time I had another friend who who used to have a house that was slightly segregated, so she wouldn't have neighbors. My apartment, you can't. They will start carrying broom. I'd be something to be hitting the ceiling. To be hitting, yeah. <laughs> they start hitting your ceiling. Yeah. Like, Even when you make too much noise, they will they start hitting your ceiling. This guy, keep quiet. So I, I get what you mean. I don't think that we have as many house parties to hear. Like so that. what else can someone else do for fun aside parties? Because I feel like parties is the only thing we've mentioned. Well, compared to Nigeria, if you're Nigerian and you like Uwambe, that is something you yeah, can you're going to yeah. you're going to miss it you're going to miss it yes. and i think that you're that's what a lot it. of nigerians do for fun because yeah because i don't like when you think of what every nigerian does if you're not going to the club you're going for one which is kind of all in the same genre exactly that makes sense. exactly like i think abuja people yeah. abuja people try to do a both fun a lot like i don't know how to describe <laughs> no 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 because no. i'm like going to the arcade because i live there and i see that they do a lot of that kind of like i grew up going now you get money passed don't, don't they do abuja people do a lot of all those bougie 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 kind of things like even when i was but, back yeah. in nigeria i went to like an escape room i went to like yeah. they usually have all those funny funny things they have like a whole art art tech district now so you go there wow. i'm telling you like you go there there's like all kinds of artsy type of things mm-hmm. it's yeah they do all those things too they have like a paintball place yeah they have all that yeah. another thing nigerians like to do as well is um what do you call this thing going to restaurant to eat nigerians like going out to eat mm. and they like I don't know about Abuja people, but Lagos people like going out to eat. No, I think that Abuja people like to go out to eat because that's all we have. I think that Abuja has more restaurants than Lagos. And oh, is it? Yes. Because that's all we have. Like, if you want to have mm. fun, people will tell you that you don't go to Abuja to have fun. If you want to have Nigerian type of party fun, you go to Lagos. Mm-hmm. Because when you land in Abuja, you will be doing going to restaurants you know all these bougie bougie things that we are doing in the canada you go and continue <laughs> are you you're not you the abuja babe that we expect of exactly you come here you continue doing the same cute cute things going back home going to go and be doing picnic you go back mm-hmm. to be doing a kid go back to be doing paintballing <laughs> be doing kayaking being bowling doing karaoke all these normal yeah. normal things that you're doing in there but karaoke can be really fun Ah, I don't know. I I like karaoke. Only Are you? You can even sing. So I know. I'm, I'm surprised you're like, eh. Cause I don't know. Like karaoke. I don't. I, let me tell you the karaoke I like. Ashake. If you play Palazzo Jiggy, but I could risk it. I will sing that Ah, hey, that is the kind of karaoke that I go for. I don't go and do. And I actually had a karaoke Beyonce. with my friends. Yeah, I actually had karaoke like recently, but it was like in the house. So we were just mm-hmm. like going on YouTube and we were like listening to um Ashake. Like and funny enough. So there's a karaoke version of Ashake yeah, song. Instrumentals. Me, my friends were shocked that I knew how to sing it. I was like, Ashake, if Ashake released another album this year, I will this by chance to say I understand Yoruba. <laughs> I speak the language, bro. I speak it. I'll just say Joe. I just marry from my side, people. Is he coming to Canada for? He's not. He's coming to New York. I guess what? I am going. (laughs) Yeah, baby. I am going to go. (laughs) When is he coming? Mm, I think next week, Friday. This episode, this week, Friday, because this episode. I thought you were in New York this past week. I'm still here. I've not come back home. 
<laughs> I have not come back home. Mo. I'm still here. Especially because, like, I have like free accommodation. I don't have to pay for hotel, so you know. Yeah. It's all good, and that's why I want to start making friends all over the world. So, so that you also want to stay. <laughs> I'll not be paying too. So I'll not be paying every time for hotel. Like, I'll pay for hotel for like one day, two days. Yeah. The rest, I'll come and visit you in your house. You have a spare room. Don't worry. Me time when I'm in Canada, if you want to just come and live in my house, come on. Come. There's yeah, space. Feel free. Mm-hmm. Feel free. I have a bed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, you never, you never first say, "Oh, I will sleep in the living room." You sleep Me? on my bed. You uh, say, bed. <laughs> okay, no. If you, <laughs> okay, if you're a girl, you can definitely sleep on my bed because, like, my bed is like a queen size bed, right? Yeah. Okay. If not, you have to sleep on the air bed because I don't want them to sleep <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> or maybe I'll sleep on air. But air bed, air mattresses are not like too bad. They're not too bad. No, they are not. They're not too they bad. Not. I, I really, and they are quite solid. <laughs> I think whoever made yeah. that like was a very good idea. Like it was a good idea to make that whole. Yeah, and you can, and the fact that it's collapsible. Well. Exactly, exactly. That person was very smart. So I actually have a den in my house. So you know what? We'll put your mattress. Oh really? Yeah, I have a den in my apartment. So we'll put the airbed. You don't even have to sleep in the living room if you're coming. We'll yeah. put the airbed. If you have a den, then exactly. That's all we'll put you in the den, and then you you crash there. It's just that that's my sister's workspace for now. So I'm so sorry. Would you would displace her? <laughs> for a few days while you're so you all let it if you're coming to canada and you need a place to stay paper got a place yeah to now okay right now. do you know the funny thing is i'm even thinking about it now and i was just thinking of like all those people because i went on this space room and guess what these boys were discussing they were discussing the trouble is that clubhouse no not clubhouse space on twitter oh on twitter oh. so they were discussing how difficult the conversation is to tell a babe to leave your house when she came for a sleepover like i don't get it like a babe comes over for a hookup mm-hmm. the whole procedure and the money money after pack your load and go home and see no they go she they make breakfast ah. you get and is the days are stretching but no but i feel like and longer, for somebody and longer and longer. i feel like the person making breakfast they, 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 there's more to it no no the first time and yes no yes no people always ah. move like that now I, I wish i good luck <laughs> <laughs> and so apparently these men were talking about how difficult it is to get women out of their houses because you can't you don't want to be rude to and be like ah when are you going home why are you still going to yeah you go to work you come back person is they're like what are you dipping what are you living here so mm-hmm. lucky as i said that i'm thinking about it like of course you could come to my house but have an exit plan how long I got to stay there yeah. for? Cause I don't Stays want. already subtly telling you that you come and you just come correct. <laughs> yeah, now you have to come correct now. Cause me, I just go and stay in people's houses for 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 long periods of time. I feel like I will feel. I think for me, it's just establishing from the get. Like obviously, with the hookup situation, that's totally different. But like, if someone's coming coming to my house, I want to know how long you're there for. Even if they is my parents, I'm like, so how long? I because my mother will fight where where. I know. If she stays for too long, get, so we have to know. Like in my head, if I know that there's a timeline, it allows me cherish the time that you are there. And you're just looking forward thing. to okay, it's not going to be for too yeah. long. It's not going to be for too yeah. long. Yeah, for too long. Yeah. But I feel like. But if it's do people really discuss that with Nigerian in a Nigerian culture? I don't think so because of all the complaints we, we see on no, social but like media. Thing is I don't like, think so. Yeah, but like the thing is, like okay, I'm just thinking of few situations where people have come to our house, like oh, they'll tell my dad, oh, can we stay in your place? Like how you're in New York, crashing on someone's couch. They'll be like, oh, can we stay on your? Place? No, I'm not crashing on somebody's and couch. Oh. No, no, no. I have the no, whole room. <laughs> they knew I was coming. They knew. <laughs> This no, but you get the juice. What I'm saying is like you're coming and you're spending time before, 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 before you go and spreading spreading rumor that I came to come and crash the house. I'm not crashing in any stranger's house. She's Guess not what? crashing. I have been drinking Glen of 21 years. I'm Mattel. Okay. These are people okay, that don't be are, angry. They, I'm rolling with the big boys. The garage. They got the money. These are my parents' age mates. I'm I'm telling. You, I'm drinking Glen of 21 years. Old. Something that I cannot afford. I'm Mattel. Please, you guys. That is what I'm drinking. That, that's kind of oh that's kind of liquor I'm drinking here right now. I cannot go. I'm staying in Winslow. <laughs> Please, uh-huh. keep it moving. Oh yeah, as I was saying, like if someone was to reach out and say, "Oh, they're coming to yours," I think in your head you'd be like, you kind of expect them to tell you when they're also leaving because okay, you're coming to stay. 
Like they'll probably say, "Oh, I only stay there for one week. I only be there for three weeks." But people always say that in Nigeria. Days. They say that in Nigeria, they will be staying and say, hey, "I'm so sorry." I'm I'll ask sorry. you. Well, maybe other people will not, but me, I'll ask you. So when are you going? And when did I say, ask you? Okay, you say, "When are you going?" And I say, "Oh, I'm supposed to go. I know I said this day, but this thing happened and that happened, so I need." Another to visitor is coming that we promised. It's time for you to go. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe you just said that. I can't believe you just said that. You, you see, it's very interesting how our dynamic is. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes I think that I'm very forthright, but other times I think that. You see how you just said it and just you just it just popped in your head and you just said it. Mm-hmm. It sounded forthright yet polite. That yeah. whole situation would have gotten mm-hmm. me stressed out. Like you see how like you just quickly came up with a very beautiful story. Like back a little bit, I would not have been able to. I would have possibly have to. I call think you. I always like to think I'm <laughs> I'm very. I like to think I'm straightforward. Yes, you are. Well, I, I I feel like sometimes I have problems actually executing the straightforwardness. Like okay, yes, I'll tell you. Okay, pack and go. But when they don't pack and go, what am I going to do about it? You kind of get what mm-hmm. I'm saying. I feel like I'm not that kind of person that I would necessarily execute. But you see, that's why it's good to have your husband. That's probably going to come and talk for you or your beer because you know that you cannot talk. Oh, your husband <laughs> would actually speak for you? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, it would be like, um, Tolu said this and I don't think you listened and it would, it would say that. It it is. Yeah, it would be like, so what's the plan? You help me follow up. You be the plan. I know. I told them, they already said this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not be scared. I'll be like, so the rest of us that don't get us but god will be our, our no mouthpiece. your sister is there for you to speak up for you my sister oh uh, yeah uh, anybody this is this podcast that knows my sister knows that i have misread <laughs> if i'm waiting for that one to speak up for me she cannot speak up for me it is me that speaks up for her she cannot speak up for me i'm actually trying to think are my brothers outspoken huh? i know I can't, I can't. I can't figure out if they're outspoken. I don't know them well enough to say that they're outspoken. Ah, were you not living with them when you guys were children? I was, but then, but like, as you grow older, like I feel like most of my adult years, I've not spent it with them like that. Right, yeah. right, right, for right. Me, for me to know, like, for me to know how they are really. Yes, I have a sense of this is what my brother would do mm-hmm. and stuff. But in terms of actually, like, what they will actually do, right. I, I, I can't really say it. But I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think as them as straightforward people. Okay, maybe one of them. Is. <laughs> he said, "I'm sorry, to lose brother, so they think that you're conning." <laughs> Did they listen to my podcast? No. Okay, okay, my okay. <laughs> no. They'll just surprise me and say, "Well, you're talking about me." <laughs> if you're friends with Tolu's brothers, please tell them. Tell them that your if you send them this podcast, I'll, I'll come and punch you. Right? <laughs> tell, them, tell them that your, your sister is here, but mounting them, saying that she's not straightforward. I'm not bothering them. She said she's not straight. She said that they're not straightforward. She said that you're not. Straightforward. I'm not sure if they are. <laughs> I don't think honestly, if it comes to being straightforward, I also don't think my sister's like my sister can be very cunning if she wants to be. Because she's very diplomatic. I think I'm. I, I, I feel like I, like as much as I was straightforward, I can be cunning. Yeah. So I think I think she's very she's very she's a very diplomatic person. So mm-hmm. she'll find a way to rig my role around. I think nobody ever situations. wants to be like the bad person because like because being straightforward has some tone of being as bad. Well, that's it. Of being not even bad but very confrontational. Yes, and I feel like yes. most Nigerians are not necessarily confrontational people. So when you find somebody that is going to say their mind, and that's why people don't like women that are very assertive. Right. Yes, I'm very firm in their ways. They're mm-hmm. just like you're not doing like a woman. Yeah, yeah. This is what men do. Don't do like that. Be submissive. Yeah. Your husband will not like you like that. You know that, that I heard that. Things. You know that I heard that a lot growing up. I heard I heard that so often growing mm-hmm. up that I I needed to like tone how I talk and mm-hmm. tone down my opinions because mm-hmm. a lot of men would not like that and guess what mm. i've had plenty of men so that was a bloody lie so if you were because because i feel like it's, it's just lie. it's very... insecure men it's insecure men that run away mm-hmm. but men who got their shit on lock and men who genuinely like you Mm-hmm. and do not want to control you but accept you for who you are i'm going to be there and i just yeah. want to use this chance to actually say because i think when i was younger i honestly believed it 
honestly mm-hmm. believed that I needed to tone my opinions down and not say how I felt about certain things because I didn't want people to perceive me as too assertive, too strong, mm-hmm. too whatever. But let me tell you, sisters listening, if you're opinionated, remain opinionated. Of course, still Absolutely. be te- still be teachable. No one is saying that. Yeah. Nobody's saying that you shouldn't. And I think be that's teachable. the key. Yeah, yeah be, like just still be teachable. Yes, be teachable. But you should, if you're opinionated, you're opinionated. Any man that cannot cope needs to use the back door. And it is honestly easy for you to, I think it's easier for you to weed the, how they say, there's a way it said in the Bible, take it, we did the weed away from the shafa, be the shafa. <laughs> there, I don't know. there is something about shafa <laughs> weed in the story, Sha. Is it wheat and shaft? Yeah, I think wheat and shaft. So, the good and the bad the bad the stones from the beans you know <laughs> the whole process my dear you are just with say pig the way you want to be good, and leave the rest. good. <laughs> they've helped with the elimination process you just know that this mm-hmm. person is not my own because i think yeah. one time recently we were talking and i was talking with one of my ex's friends and he was talking about how he didn't like the fact that i had changed so much and at the time when we were dating i was that naive girl i was shy mm-hmm. i couldn't talk about how i felt whatever he mm-hmm. said i was gonna do like i was just pretty much like a puppet like you yeah. know what i mean like just going mm-hmm. and then when i got my voice and i started using my voice he could not well, stand the voice anymore and he's like yeah. that's not my wife like my wife cannot be assertive around me yeah, 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 yeah. like he couldn't mold me anymore and he, mm-hmm. he found that very unattractive and i'm just thinking about it like if i didn't eventually find that voice the thing about yeah. it is that you will find the voice at some point Mm-hmm. because you cannot you cannot you suppress, cannot that, for suppress that for too long you will find the voice and you don't want to find that voice under somebody who wants to mold you do you get what i'm trying to mm-hmm. say you want to find your voice with someone who would nourish your voice who would help you yeah. guide you to use your voice in the right channel because you can also Absolutely. be using your voice and using it in the wrong wrong pattern you know i think that's yeah. talking about being nigerian i think that's another that's another thing about like being a Nigerian woman and just having to deal with all these things if you're strong. It's just it's just it's just one of the Yeah. It's just I one think of I was re- I was reflecting on like how I was brought up. Mm-hmm. And like obviously I have brothers and I was thinking about how differently they kind of raised us. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I always look back and I wonder why do they always treat us differently? But I think maybe now that I'm old, I'm able like maybe then I do want to think it was because I was a girl. But I think deep down, I knew that was the reason why I was treated differently. Like maybe for instance, if somebody was cooking in the house, like we had like extended family like staying over and cooking like for the family, right. my mom would be like, "Tolo, you have to be in the kitchen. You right. have to learn what they're doing." Right. And my brothers, they wouldn't do that. Like if I decide to like maybe speak up for myself, and my mom is just like, "I'm going to slap you now." I'm just like, <laughs> then I would just like I would just keep. But my brother would like look at that and tell her, don't touch me, don't do this. She would say, you want to beat me, you want to beat oh, me. Wow. <laughs> so like, so like for me, if, if I spoke to her in that way, she was not going to have it. You get what but I'm if saying? your brother is brother, dead. She, she would tolerate it and say, do you want to beat me? I'll turn into like a manipulative situation. Mm. Not that she's manipulative, but you kind of get how African parents yeah, just I understand. Like. I'm just like, but for me, I think from very young, I'm like, don't treat the genders differently. Like I, I get like a lot of people do that because they want you to be marriable and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But for me, I think it, like growing up, it just always rubbed me the wrong way that why my brothers be allowed to do this and you were and not allowed to do that. I think I was thinking I, about it. Yeah. I feel like that's why I resent cooking for people because I oh, you resent like, cooking for people. I don't like cooking for people you, most times. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm, especially when I'm cooking and. Most times, if I'm cooking and I expect in my head, like, okay, you should come and help out, and you don't help out, I feel resentful. And I, I've always wondered why, but until this moment, I said, this, 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 I, 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 You never I, thought about it. I never thought about it. And I think maybe that's why I don't like cooking for people. Because when I was younger, even if it's noodles, right, for me and my brothers, if they are not all there in the kitchen, I thought they were making it. Hmm. For me, oh I my god, we just unlocked like a deep chapter for myself. Yes, look at look 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 at the We Go Make Camp podcast. We are we are unraveling <laughs> unraveling things from the Tulu. Unraveling the Tulu. <laughs> please, we please, are please, unraveling. 
something is wrong with you anyways i think for me like i don't have brothers so i can't fully relate but i know that like growing up even till now self like one time my, my mom called me and then I, th- I think I must have said this story on the podcast. And there's this babe I used to order food from. Like, I order a whole tree. Because so, sometimes I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And you see, now Goshi's has increased. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so in my mind, at the time, she was still doing it for cheap. So I thought that it was, I felt like it was cheaper, like, to just cheaper, order a tree yeah. from this girl. And just, cook, like, just order a tree from her and just have at home. And so she mm-hmm. asked me, she was like, oh, what did you cook? But did you cook for the week? I was like, oh, no, I haven't cooked yet. I'm just going to order for, like, I'm going to order from this girl, like, a whole tray. Mm-hmm. And guess what the first thing she tells me? first thing she says is, uh-uh, this one that you're ordering tray now, I, are you not on the path to forget the recipes that <laughs> I taught you to cook? When you now marry, who's going to cook food for the husband? And we order the same food that I've been ordering. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I think that's the I think that's the harsh thing that I love for everyone to admit that things are not the same like they used She to. said it and in my mind I was like, first of all, my husband is going to cook for me and I'm going to cook for him because yeah, when, when it's it a win-win for no, when it's empty, it's eating. No, it's not giving birth. Everybody <laughs> <they> eat. <laughs> it's eating food. We have to eat truth is if i really like you and and honestly i also feel like sometimes like cooking for someone feels it doesn't feel good to me. it feels burdensome but for like the people that i have dated right i feel like they cook more for me because they will not oh, cook, that's nice. they won't cook for themselves if it's only them but they just feel like oh you know what let me take care of you and oh, so nice. they will make food for you even if it's not like the most beautiful or tasty meal i like the effort and i think mm-hmm. that the more you the better you get you you improve you know and these men like yeah. they they make food for me and i'm like oh thank you like i appreciate the fact that you're making food for me i don't understand why cooking food should be a woman's thing a man's thing especially because it's like driving do you know that if i was in that every time i sit and i think about it Every time in this time, when I'm going to Toronto, I sit down in my car, I'm driving five hours. If I was in Nigeria. I don't think I can drive five hours. <laughs> I used to drive it. I drive it in this town. I drive it. like, And I know a lot of my babes in this part of the world are driving. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, <laughs> they have they are doing that. Good. We have to drive these many hours to go wherever we I mean, it's not. Go. It's not even that. I feel like the putting that a lot of people like maybe in Nigeria had was that okay, driver is providing... No, the man is providing, the woman is cooking. But, like, I feel like a lot of things has changed. Everybody's bringing almost the same thing to the table. So you cannot come and now say, um, if I'm paying bills, you're paying bills. We can equally provide for each other. But, so but, why but, in, Nigeria, but in Nigeria, there, there have been cases where both of them are bringing things that are similar and the woman will still be doing all the work. Of course. There's of two course. cases like that in Nigeria. But I'm just saying that there's certain things that have set, certain gender roles. Like, I feel like if I was in Nigeria, I'd, I feel like the men there wouldn't let me, the men around me wouldn't want me to drive five hours. Like, of my dad wouldn't be fine with me driving five hours. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, even if yeah. he met me, like, paying for a driver or something, driver, yeah. he would do that. But he's like, you're driving five hours. Even little things like Nigerian men, if I was if I was going on the streets and, and I was carrying so much in my hand so, yeah a nigerian man will not just he won't just say leave me they'll like they'll be like they'll, they'll, they'll stop their car they will, like, exactly yeah. they'll stop and try to be like ah sister what's going on ah, mm. me now in this canada she be i'll be carrying my groceries on the fleet of stairs everybody looking at you you'll be carrying your load carrying everything if you were in nigeria and there was a nigeria so i'm saying that some of these things i feel like there are certain things that in the nigerian culture right there's just some things when there's a man around they would just be like ah let's mm-hmm. help her let's just be nice to this girl like she's a woman now can't mm-hmm. you see she's a woman or mm-hmm. there was a time where like there was this guy who was being very rude to me and i was i was very sad about it and i was angry one man came out and he was like you do can't you see she's a woman why are you stressing her like that why are you shouting at her like that and it's something that as a nigerian man he was doing and i loved it so, yeah. so that's why sometimes i'm just like ha huh. 
But in this part of the world, nobody send you. Whether you are a yeah. girl or you are not. So, we are here already. Like men and women are almost treated the same. We are almost treated the same. same level. Exactly. We are almost on the same level. If I have a freaking flat tire, I'm going to call my mechanic. Change no it. man is going to be like on the road telling me, oh, can I help you change your tire? Can I? Eh? Not that I feel, as you say that, like, I still feel that there are like some gender roles that me personally I can't get rid of. Maybe it's just the Nigerian in me. Like for instance, I don't like building things. Oh, I, I like thing. building things. I'm not patient. See, I don't like following instructions. So oh yeah, I, I don't, you want, don't to want to build. build. So I'm not that patient. I'm not like when thing is frustrating. And like the best I can say is, do you need help? <laughs> do, you, do, you, do I really mean do you need them? No, you I don't. Look you. <laughs> I know. I actually can build things. I'm not too patient with them. But I can build them. And no. the thing is, if you're with, with a Nigerian man, he will most likely, except forgetting about the stereotypes, there's, there's cases where there's Nigerian men who don't genuinely like to build, right? Mm-hmm. But usually they just be like, ah, let me just... Yeah, I think it's just like the manly thing mm-hmm. to kind of... Let me just yeah. help you. We're seeing this. We're seeing this in this Canada that we are in. Sometimes I think now we just it's every every man for himself. I'm telling you, we need to appreciate this man. Which day was this? I was broke. I was like, God, if I was in Nigeria, I would have just this. My bum bum would have gotten one man to dash me. <laughs> I'm telling you. You see that you are booked. Somebody was saying that girlfriends are collecting five hundred k in Nigeria. I'm telling you. And sometimes all you need to do is be a fine girl. Sometimes mm-hmm, you, yeah. I know that there's people who are doing clear ashawo work. But mm-hmm. there is also people who they just see you, they just like you, and they just want yeah. to keep throwing money at you. You see how Nigerian yeah. men throw money at people back home? Here, you will sweat. Yeah. It's on match. Here, yeah. here, here, you will be looking for the money. You see which day was it? I, I put... I mean, I mean, <laughs> a, a good question for this is, have you ever seen money on the floor? I've never. I have never seen money on the floor. <laughs> I have never seen money on the floor here. I have never, but in Nigeria, you see all these things. How can you not miss home? How can you not? But yeah. I feel like I don't know if I wonder if with this recession, like back home, people are still dashing people money, like how they used to dash money before. I think maybe it will not be no, as much. I don't think so. No, like, but men are still collecting money because I because them they are still collecting. Girls are still collecting. I don't money. think. I feel like maybe because we're above the age bracket where people just dash you money like that in terms of like growing up, you'll be like uncles, extended family dashing money. Mm. But me, I don't think I don't see people dashing money. Let me I think it's not to be dashing people money. That's one case, but I'm saying that if you were in Nigeria, I have male friends in Nigeria who are paying their girlfriends rent. I'm talking one million, one million per year, two million per year. God that's, that's what that's what Nigerian men in Nigeria are doing. Here mm-hmm. you are with a boyfriend, you people are paying the rent together. You do mortgage, you are, you, are, you, are, you are splitting half and half because, it, and honestly, I don't even know. It's just the way this part of the world is set up, it's mm-hmm. just set up for you to sort of work, except your husband is yeah. like, of course, like a billionaire. Or he well, I, know, I know, I know, I know in Nigerian that his wife doesn't work. The only one that I know that is like that, I know one too, but then he has like med school, a med school in the Caribbean. Oh, he owns a med nice. school so of course he he has a lot of money yeah, you're just going to chill, because yeah. apart from the doctor money his house i went to their house and it was a mansion like when she came she did not cook you know she was like she was like oh what do you want to eat she called her son people should give all your orders show them the menu like she was like you should show us the menu me and my auntie the menu. menu let us decide what we'll i like when, when women are made for enjoyment i'm telling you like t- she just came that we should pick what we want on the menu and just tell her son he will order everything and uber mm. eats to bring it to the house and then we'll all just have dinner oh. hey i say god, god, god. Please, i need to have my this <laughs> i say god ah Ha, doctor money. No, be only just doctor money, but doctor that has like med school in the Caribbean, Nigeria, Yoruba man. Ah, good, ah. good, good. Anyways, <laughs> God do our own for us. Anyway, I just thought that Amen. I thought that that was like really really cute. But honestly, this is an appreciation to the Nigerian culture, the Nigerian. Yeah, I don't know. Nigerian culture, Nigerian men, Nigerian tradition. I know that things are not really going the best possible way things should yeah. be. 
but we love nigeria we i miss yeah. me i miss nigeria I've, i have thought about i think going home time. this year was it was really nice yeah really i miss nigeria me, i think i might go back next year again it's just i'm scared of this election because i told you now they are cutting people's truth yeah. in abuja oh. <laughs> let's just end it on the note that we still love exactly nigeria. i still i still i still love nigeria and really our hearts are there we we really we really just hope things get better i know everybody wants to jack yeah. I have a friend who doesn't want to jack by because she doesn't genuinely yeah, I, feel like she should be. I met so I met a lot of people like that. And these yeah. are people. But who thing can is that some people change their mind yeah, when they see things that. happening, right? But yeah. this is anyway. We love the country. We're proudly Nigerian. See me. I haven't spoke proudly my. Proudly Nigerian. I know. I'm wearing green, by the way. I'm so not wearing green, but I've been speaking. I've been speaking my <laughs> pigeon English. Did I speak my pigeon English this week. No, I don't think. Oh I my god! I, I feel like I did. I must have. You see, I'm actually improving. I'm, I'm like my my pigeon English is getting stronger and stronger and stronger and strong. I don't know who you are speaking the pigeon with. I'm making this pigeon stronger. I'm actually trying. <laughs> I'm actually. I've actually been trying to speak with other Nigerians, like other oh, Nigerians, okay. and not girls though. Like, funny enough, men because I have like more a lot of male friends and yeah, and friends. I don't know if that's a good thing because usually guys speak pigeon English with themselves, but there's certain guys that speak pidgin english with me like there was you know how you meet guys and then yeah guys, like they're broski exactly they're broski <laughs> so they speak pidgin english with their fellow guys and then when they're talking to girls they speak normal english normal but english. me the men are speaking pidgin english with me speaking to you i'm in yeah it just depends on your rapport with i'm them, in so. the friend zone i'm sitting on the chair i'm sharing <laughs> of the friend zone clearly so <laughs> that's where my pigeon english anyways this is us signing out saying before we sign out okay. let's ah, tell people to let people let's tell people to subscribe okay subscribe. follow us on subscribe instagram yes yes follow yes. us on twitter please leave us a review please thank you thank you um please, please. download our podcast please. anyway you find us Please listen. Please. Because listen. Listen, no. Listen. <laughs> so that we can come back again. Oh my week. god, somebody yeah. also told me that they listen to podcasts and were so interesting. And oh really? Yeah, she told me. And where I, did you say that? Where did she tell me? So I was with one of yeah. my friends, one of my friends that I met in New York, and yeah. he was talking to her and she was like oh hey like i actually listened to your podcast and i think you and tolu are very interesting you guys make me want oh, to wow. move to canada i was like please come <laughs> come i mean canada should run us our check they should run us our check because there's not anything here run us our check anyways please come to canada there's space for all of us there's space there's, there's plenty for everybody space for in space house yes, in so. our dead on our couch yes, there's, no, there's space for that particular babe and I think I'm going to give I think her name is Martha. So I'm giving Martha a whole shout out. Martha, whoop, whoop. whoop, whoop. Hey. We're giving you a shout out this episode. Anyways, Tolu has told you guys all the good stuff. Like, share, subscribe. We love you. Drink your water. That, Mind your business. You know what to do. Alrighty. Bye, I'm guys. Bye.